Welcome to the Defend the Fort podcast, brought to you by the Fort A. State University Alumni Association. Hey, Tiger fans. This is Katie Wagner, a sophomore at Fort Hayes State and a member of your Lady Tiger basketball team. As a student who has received scholarship support, please know how blessed I feel to have the financial burden lifted while pursuing a degree in accounting and getting to play the sport that I love. Your support is changing the lives of students like myself. For those who have not made a gift to Fort Hayes State University this year, please support the fort by visiting foundation.fhsu.edu today. Go Tigers! It's time for Tiger Talk on the Tiger Sports Network. Tiger Talk, live from the Golden Q in Hayes. The Golden Q, dining, billiards, and a whole lot more. Two blocks east of campus, the Golden Q. If the game is on, we're open. Tiger Talk is also brought to you by these premier Tiger sponsors. Golden Belt Bank of Hayes and Alice, banking one story at a time. The Hayes Med Orthopedic Institute. Expertise, technology, and compassion all right here. Adams Brown, strategic allies and CPAs. BTI, your John Deere dealer in Buckland, Great Bend, Greensburg, Hoxie, Nest City, and Pratt. BTI, our family in partnership with your family. The Taco Shop, dine-in, carry-out, or delivery. You've never had it so good. GNL Tire and Automotive, complete automotive service and repair, and tires for all driving needs. And a good Monday afternoon. It is time once again for Tiger Talk. Good to have you with us here on this Monday as we talk some Fort Hay State baseball and softball. The Tigers, uh, both teams at home this weekend. The softball team had a very good weekend. Back five and one for the week. Went four and zero at home with doubleheader sweeps of Central Missouri and uh, Lincoln, and they have uh, four more home dates here on this homestand. Doubleheader scheduled for Friday with Newman and Saturday uh, with the conference leader, Central Oklahoma. We'll talk all about that and more with head coach Adrian Pilkington, Tiger Baseball, uh, taking the first game against Missouri Western, uh, dropping the final two. We'll talk with Jared Goodale a little bit later on in the program. Tiger Talk presented by the Golden Q and Hayes, two blocks east of campus. If the game's on, they're open. They've got their Monday grilled cheeseburger special, but great menu selection to choose from, daily drink and food specials. Of course, their burger of the month and a whole lot more right here at the Golden Q. Again, two blocks east of campus. If the game's on, they're open. Again, a reminder, you can chime in with a question for either of the two coaches. All you have to do is go to the FHSU Athletics website, fhsuathletics.com. Go to fans. You'll get a drop-down menu there in the very bottom. You'll see Ask the Coach. Submit your question. If we use it, you'll be in the running for a $25 gift card from the Golden Q to be used on any of their great menu items. And with that, we bring in the head coach of the Tiger softball team, Adrian Pilkington, or squad Five and one last week and uh, have won five in a row coming off the sweeps of Central Missouri as well as Lincoln here at home. And, uh, Coach, congratulations. Uh, we kind of talked about it, uh, I think, in the uh, 
the Emporia State doubleheader that when you just get on a little run, you have a good weekend. It can change a lot, and boy, it certainly has. You've won five in a row, and right now you're one game out of that last slot in the conference tournament. So, uh, obviously, uh, a lot to play for for your team here down this stretch drive. Yeah, there's definitely a lot on the line, and it feels like that every year. You know, whether you're you're fighting for the last spot or you're fighting for the first one, there's always a lot on the line. So, uh, glad to glad to get out there and, and play some good softball and come out with some wins. Yeah, just talk about that. I guess uh, you win five in a row. You went five and one, lost that opener to Northwest, but then uh, won the day, the the second game, and then you sweep the the four games at home. Just seems like your team's really rounding into shape right now, and maybe playing a little bit more consistent than they were earlier in the year. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know. It kind of feels like you know we hit kind of spring break and then just hit a little bit of a lull, and we just you know have struggled to get consistent and get out of it. And I felt like we finally uh, came to the ballpark and just played hard, pitch to pitch, and uh, did some of the little things right. You know, we've talked a lot about the youth on your team and and um, kind of what you just said that you know play pitch to pitch you play hard every pitch and every strike every 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 pitch is is big it, it takes a while but it just feels like your team has maybe kind of figured that out now it's to be expected with a young group but it just seems like they've kind of found their stride a little bit and all those factors are kind of just coming together yeah i think you really have to work with them just to kind of adopt that mentality and understand that you know you, you can't take a pitch off and and if you do it can be costly um you know down the road um, or even in the moment for that matter. But, yeah, it's just it's something that I think they have to learn a little bit. You know, they play short stints of conference in high school or things like that where they're, you know, they're really competing for something. But, um, you know, the rest of the year, those kids, they play a lot of softball. Uh, but that's just game to game and weekend to weekend. So, you know, to have to put in that all-encompassing season experience is something that they, it's kind of a learned trait I, I've come to come to realize with them and how much is a longer season i mean uh, obviously they play a, you know a lot in the summer but uh, in the high school season which would have i guess a similar feel uh, the way it's set up obviously you don't play nearly as many games as you do in college uh, do, do you notice that sometimes with some of the players where they they maybe hit a wall where they're seasons that they're used to would maybe be ending when they still have maybe a month, month and a half to go. Yeah, and, and that's kind of why I maybe feel a little bit like we hit that little rat at spring break mm -hmm. where it was just like, okay, spring break's hit and, you know, a little bit of relax, you get school off, you get – but really, that's kind of the time you got to come together and regroup and, and refocus because it's almost like you have two separate seasons that you got to put together. Um, so that's, again, another, uh, you know, learned trait that so my older kids have come to realize that. Um, but the younger kids, you know, you just kind of got to push them along and, and show them the way as we go. Split last Tuesday. We didn't have a show last week because of the, the, the travel and the games on Tuesday. Split with Northwest, lost the first game. Six to nothing, held to three hits in that one. Uh, Breck Dickey uh, pitched really well. What, what did she do to kind of stifle you guys at the plate in that first game on Tuesday? You know, I just don't think we were seeing her very well. It seems to uh, have been the case a little bit, seeing us, um, you know, us seeing left-handed mm -hmm. pitching it tends to get us a little bit. So just a little different look, and, you know, she was just hitting that outside corner, uh, you know, just right and kind of inching off as she went, and we just we didn't adjust very well to, uh, you know, her strategy. And then you come back, you hit four home runs in game two, and we've talked about this team. Um, you have 
a little bit of home run power, but not a lot, but he hit four in a game. That, that'll feel good. You got one right out of the gate, got you on the board early. I mean, after after the shutout and held the three hits, I, I imagine that had to kind of just loosen everybody up a little bit. Yeah, you know, hitting's so contagious, and once you kind of get it going and get it started, it's, you know, it's a lot easier to keep it rolling. But, um, you know, it was a fun, you know, it's a fun thing for the kids when they, they you know, have those big hits and those big moments. And um, I was really excited for Reese Curry, yes. actually, because it, you know, uh, we had two outs and um, Breckbill was up. And so they kind of threw around Sarah Breckbill and then they had to throw to Reese and, and she made it hurt. And, uh, you know, Reese didn't necessarily have the, the quickest start to the season, um, but she just stayed steadfast and really stayed at it. And she's she's starting to find some hits and, and find her groove at the plate. So I was, I was happy for her. I was proud of her, um, you know, not to be overwhelmed in that moment. Yeah, two-out grand slam in the fourth inning. Her first collegiate home run. Pretty pretty good mark for her. I mean, <laughs> one I'm sure, obviously she'll remember for the rest of her life. Yeah, it's a pretty prolific moment. Uh, you know, uh, it's always exciting hitting your first home, home run in college, let alone for it to be a grand slam. Yeah, so. a big game like that. Uh, Sarah did get a two-run homer a little bit later on in, in the contest. Uh, you hit four. Um, Madison Pierce had a four for four day, five for six in the double had a really swung the bat well. Yeah, she did. And she's she's just this, a rock solid bat for us most of the time. Uh, she goes up there, she competes hard, you know, she knows her zone and she knows what she's looking for and she's, you know, able to fight off what she's not. So um, really smart hitter uh, will develop into a, a really solid piece for our lineup in the future. You had the four home runs. We had 15 hits overall, your most in a conference game and second most for the season. So, yeah, the home runs stand out, but you did a good job of getting players, runners on base, hit the ball throughout the ball game. Yeah, you know, it felt a little bit more like the pit game where we were just more focused one at bat to the next, and then the big hits came. You know, we weren't, we weren't going up there looking for them. We were just going up there having quality at bats, and if we can do that more consistently, we're going to – we're going to be in better shape. Isn't that how it always happens? When you go up trying to hit a home run, it never works <laughs> yeah, out. We just right. try to hit the ball hard somewhere. Those are the ones that leave the park. Yeah, yeah. It's just one of those, uh, when you're stretching for it, it doesn't, <laughs> doesn't usually happen. Well, the Tigers get the split in the two games in Maryville, then came home, big doubleheader on Friday with Central Missouri, a team that's kind of had the Tigers number as of late. But Fort A State gets the doubleheader sweep, and then they beat Lincoln on Saturday. We'll talk about those two games and preview the Final two doubleheaders of the homestand, obviously key games with Newman and Central Oklahoma uh, later on this week. Tiger Talk is brought to you by GNL Tire and Automotive, where they're celebrating 25 years of service with their 25 days of savings in the month of April. That's all at GNL Tire and Automotive. They're on the bricks in downtown Hayes. More Tiger Talk after the break on the Tiger Sports Network, built by Paul Wurtenberger Construction. 8th Street Liquor in Hayes does it every year, and every year it's bigger. The 8th Street Liquor Customer Appreciation Day is this Saturday. Everything in the store is on sale. The crew is taking pre-orders, which is ideal for weddings, family gatherings, or individuals wanting to save some big money. They're well-stocked and ready to offer low prices. 8th Street appreciates their customers, and they're showing it this Saturday. The Customer Appreciation Sale at 8th Street Liquor, on 8th, across from the queue in Hayes. Stop looking for a job and start a career with BTI Equipment as an equipment service technician. BTI Equipment is one of the most progressive John Deere dealerships in the country and invests in technology, education, and resources for our employees. With industry-leading wages, uncapped bonus potential, paid training, company-matching 401k plan, and more, there's never been a better time to join the BTI family. Call on BTI. For 
career opportunities, visit btiequip.com. No fooling this month with the specials from the Taco Shop. The Three Amigos, 309, Chicken Enchilada, 389, and the Poco Pizza is 219. The Taco Shop, three different ways to order. On the app, make the phone call, or stop by 333 West 8th Street. Vision, value, integrity. Being a part of a sports team means you are a part of something bigger than yourself. You are a member of a team. What you do on and off the field adds value. When you suit up and give it your all, you walk off that field with a sense of integrity. You see, many of the folks at Commercial Builders were athletes too, and they've built their company around those principles. Commercial Builders, vision, value, and integrity in your construction solutions. Welcome back to Tiger Talk. It's brought to you in part today by the Hayes Orthopedic Institute. Expertise, technology, and compassion all right here. That's the Hayes Orthopedic Institute. They're the official team physicians of Fort Hayes State Athletics. Gerard Welbrock, head softball coach Adrian Pilkington. Tigers uh, five in a row they've won after winning the final game last Tuesday in Maryville over Northwest and then sweeps over Central Missouri and uh, Lincoln here at home this weekend. And boy, Central Missouri had to be extra special. It had been an 11-game losing streak dating back to 2016 against the Jennies. They've had some really good teams in that stretch, but uh, two really solid efforts by your guys to, to get the two wins. Yeah, you know that I feel like we've had them on the ropes so many so many different times, and they just seem to come out and, and find the win, you know, whether that was at home. I remember I think it was maybe 2016 where we had a line drive it to our outfielder, and she just she dove for it and didn't get it, and that's how they won. It just was kind of some tough breaks against them, but uh, I think it felt like the monkey off of our back for those of us that have <laughs> endured some of those losses, but uh, it was a nice nice weekend and a, a big, big jump for the kids. Game one, they score in the third, but then they get a batter called out for being out of the box. How much did that affect that game and just, you know, you, you, you limit them. It could have been a much bigger inning. It would have driven in a run, and, and it just seemed like after that you were kind of able to settle in and get, get the bats going a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's just the point of the rule where it's just like, you know, you can do it once, you can do it twice, but you can't do it three times. So, uh, you know, yeah, definitely helped our momentum. It helped us, you know, get on track and be able to come back in and answer back. And I think that's the big thing. You came right back, you answered, uh, and uh, Madison Pierce comes through with a two-run single with two outs. Uh, one thing that, you know, they had the call that goes your way and prevents it, but then you come back and answer it right away and took full advantage of it. Yeah, it's definitely nice to, um, you know, come back and just make that an even game and, uh, uh, you know, it's something we haven't always done, you know, throughout the course of the year this year. So it's nice that, you know, they score, we score. It just it just helps the morale. How about Bailey Carlson? Two shutout innings of relief did a good job of shutting the door in what proved to be a 5-3 to three victory. I mean, there's still a, a lot of softball left, and she really did a good job. Yeah, she did do a nice job for us. She's just a hard-nosed, tough kid. Um, so, you know, we find that she does a, a good job in relief for us. So, um, you know, she just goes out there and competes, and, um, you know, that's all we can ask of her. Well, Morgan Schmidt, uh, five innings, two hits, three strikeouts, and uh, – did a good job of, of limiting the damage and, and holding them to the three runs 
until you guys could get the bats going and uh, kind of get the momentum on that side of the play. Yeah, I mean, I thought she threw a, a pretty good game overall. Again, she does, you know, a little bit better in the starting role for us where she's, you know, you feel in control of your game from inning one, so certain kids are, are just better in different roles, but I think she did a good job going out there and, um, you know, throwing well and keeping them off balance. Game two, you went at 5-1. to one. They start with three singles, score a run in the first, and then three hits the rest of the way. The pitchers really did a great job. Yeah, just sometimes she just needed to settle in a little bit. You know, I think once she can kind of get on her pace and, and, you know, start throwing her game, she's she's a lot better. So um, she did a good job there. And I think those first couple, that well, that one run came off a couple dink hits and nothing, you know, nothing with authority. So um, I think she probably felt, you know, some mm-hmm. confidence based on that. Yeah, I got the complete game, just the one run, six hits, five strikeouts. No walks, though. We've seen it so often. Mm-hmm. That, that that might be the biggest stat of the all. Strikeouts are great, but, boy, you limit the damage and don't give him any free passes. It makes a huge difference. Yeah, and they had some lefties in their lineup. It's something we've had to work on you know, with most of our pitchers, just being able to throw to lefties and, um, you know, not give them free passes. Usually those are the ones that have some speed, so it mm-hmm. definitely helps keeping keeping foot traffic off. And you guys were aggressive on the bases in the, the second inning, kind of led you to a run. You were being aggressive on the pass. and yeah. kind of felt like just kind of set the tone. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely helped, uh, you know, just going out and scrapping around and seeing that the other team is capable of making mistakes that, that can be costly as well. You know, sometimes it feels like it's it's us that have made those mistakes in the past, but um, took advantage of those and, and not something that we've done frequently. Well, Tigers get the wins 5-3 to three and 5-1, to one, setting up uh, two games with Lincoln on Saturday. We'll talk about the, the Blue Tigers and the Tigers, but first we need to pause 10 seconds for station identification. You're listening to Tiger Talk on the Tiger Sports Network, built by Paul Wurtenberger Construction. With a combination of Kaiser Liquor and Fort Hayes State Athletics, you're sure to be into something good. The Kaiser Liquor and 14 KEYS Hayes. Gerard Walbrock, head softball coach Adrian Pilkington back at the Golden Q in Hayes, home of Tiger Talk on this Monday. Good to have you with us talking some four-day state softball. Tigers have won five in a row, swept Central Missouri on Friday, then Lincoln Saturday, and team that struggled had won a conference game, and I know for coaches, those are the scariest because you, you should win. You need to win with everything on the line. And uh, your team, to their credit, took care of business, a couple of 8-0 victories. Yeah, it's uh, one of those things where we have everything to lose and they have nothing to lose. Um, you know, they never roll over and die. Mm-hmm. Those teams always go out there and compete. And sometimes they've, they've actually given us some trouble yeah. in the past. So um, definitely something. you got to go out there and, and stay on top of your business and make sure that you uh, – you're handling your half of it. And you scored in every inning but one in that first game, and, and then Edgar, the complete game shutout, just kind of carried over what she did the day before. Yeah, no, that kid can be tough as nails. She can, she can be a really, really good pitcher for us. You just got to, you know, grow and learn and get get confident and stay confident in herself. You know, that's, that's the main thing with Savannah is just, um, you know, being able to uh, appreciate the small victories and, <laughs> and not be so tough on yourself. And then uh, Morgan, who pitched well the day before, but gets the uh, her first complete game shutout of the season and uh, was just solid. And, and the pitchers did the job. They didn't let 
Lincoln get any momentum, get some runs to where now they feel like, hey, we got a chance to win this. They never let that happen. Yeah, no, they stayed pretty much in command, um, you know, the game from from inning one. And I think, you know, again, we're having to throw by committee a lot. I mm -hmm. think they're I think they're wearing down, but I think they um, did a little bit better job of pitching more efficiently, not running those pitch counts up, so they were able to last a little bit longer in some of those and games. And I would think that's huge this time of the year. Absolutely, it is. I mean, you just try to limit it throughout the week because you just don't know how many innings each of them are going to have to go and you know you make sure that they feel fresh but not overthrown so it's definitely a fine line uh, for those kids well the tigers get the doubleheader sweep on saturday so they are now uh, in the conference eight and ten as we said just a game out of the eighth spot which would get them into the miaa tournament big games coming up again at home this weekend friday two with newman saturday two with the conference leaders central <laughs> <coughs> Excuse me, Central Oklahoma. We'll talk about that when we return. Another break. Tiger Talk is brought to you by BTI. They're your John Deere dealer with locations in Buckland, Great Bend, Greensburg, Hoxie, Ness City, and Pratt. BTI, our family, in partnership with your family. Back with more after this timeout on the Tiger Sports Network, built by Paul Wurtenberger Construction. 8th Street Liquor in Hayes does it every year, and every year it's bigger. The 8th Street Liquor Customer Appreciation Day is this Saturday. Everything in the store is on sale. The crew is taking pre-orders, which is ideal for weddings, family gatherings, or individuals wanting to save some big money. They're well-stocked and ready to offer low prices. 8th Street appreciates their customers, and they're showing it this Saturday. The Customer Appreciation Sale at 8th Street Liquor, on 8th across from the queue in Hayes. The most dependable and respectful plumbing and mechanical systems provider in our area for 75 years, the Glassman Corporation. They have a long history of large projects and resolving building problems. They're the experts for commercial and residential heating, AC, plumbing, and geothermal systems, and they specialize in applied chillers and boilers of all types. Glassman has techs on the road all over the region every day. Call Glassman Corporation, 1-800-662-4318. That's 1-800-662-4318 and at glassmancorp.com. Bringard Harris CPAs in Hayes and Garden City serve clients of all sizes. Our staff has enjoyed meeting many new clients in recent years. That's right. Our firm is growing because new clients appreciate the level of attention we provide. We work to understand the tax, accounting, and business problems faced by clients, and our experience allows us to find effective and efficient solutions. If you are stressed about tax, accounting, or business problems, come talk to us. Bringard Harris CPAs. We can help. We do that. Cleaning and detailing specials all month long at your local Napa Auto Parts store, Gibbs Auto Supply in Hayes. Microfiber wash mitt, $8.29. Napa synthetic motor oil, $24.99 for the five quart jug. 25 pack of microfiber towels, only $9.99. Along with a full range of car care products from cleaners and waxes to brushes and protectants to keep your vehicle looking new. Hurry in and save at Gibbs Auto Supply in Hayes. Welcome back to Tiger Talk. Gerard Welbrock, Coach Adrian Pilkington. The program brought to you in part today by the Hayes Orthopedic Institute. Expertise, technology, and compassion all right here. That's the Hayes Orthopedic Institute. They're the official team physicians for Fort Hayes State Athletics. Tigers softball at home. Two more double headers uh, here on this slate. They've got Newman on Friday. 
Central Oklahoma Saturday. Obviously, uh, the the Broncos lead the MIAA right now, having another great season, which probably puts even more weight and importance on Newman, a team that's right behind you. They're fighting to try to get into the postseason tournament. So, needless to say, huge doubleheader on Friday for your team. Yeah, I mean, everything from here on out is going to be, you <laughs> yeah, know. they're it's all just, big. Yeah, it's like, I'm all, almost like every doubleheader is season determining. You know, it's just that's kind of how we have to play and, and like we got something on the line. Well, they did they did well against Rogers State, lost a couple to Northeastern, but uh, proven they can play with some of the best teams in, in, in the conference. I mean, what wh- what do they do? What are the maybe the concerns about the Jets? Man, they're just scrappy, and they just they never give up. That's kind of just always been their M.O., and they're going to battle, and they're going to go up there and, and take their hacks and make them count um, in every opportunity that they can get. So, you know, I think for us, we just have to make sure we set the tone with our bats, um, you know, from go and make sure that we hit their pitching well. And then Central Oklahoma, I mean, obviously they're having a great season. They're in first place right now. I mean, they just they always seem to find that pitcher to come in when you think, oh, maybe their their staff's not going to be as good. I mean, they're solid up and down. I mean, really, not a lot of weaknesses on their lineup and in, in their team. No, I mean, I think the main thing for them is they just hit the ball. They hit it really well. So we're just going to have to find ways to keep them off balance. You know, I think uh, there might be, a, you know, a little bit more potential for, you know, hitting their staff mm-hmm. than you have been in the past. You know, they throw freshmen a decent amount. We've seen the Lynch kid quite a few times now. And, you know, the best part about playing them is right now we get to play them at home um which they have vocalized that they do not like so yeah. <laughs> um you know for us it's just wait, if we can find ways to take advantage of that and you know make them make the plays they play on turf a lot and we all know what that can be like uh, and you come to our field and it plays really hard <laughs> and it plays fast so if you're not ready for it you know you can you can make some mistakes so you know that's just going to be our goal is just play hard and push them, you know, push them to make every play that we can. Well, and that'll certainly be fun on Saturday. And, and you know, you look at the, the, the remainder of the, of the slate. Uh, you, you've got a Northeastern who's also right there in the upper upper half, upper third of the conference. So, uh, as you said, every everyone's important. And, and probably you got to, especially with a young team, you know, focus on the task at hand don't worry about the big picture but you got to worry about the big picture but yet you got to focus every pitch every game focus on this one we'll move on to the next one after this one's over yeah you know play one pitch at a time that's just what we're trying to tell them you know if you can you can go one pitch and one play at a time it it takes the emotion out of it it takes the um, apprehension out of the play it just um, it helps you to kind of keep keep things in perspective um, you know, it's it's like I told them, we, if we could have handled things, you know, earlier on in the season to not put this much pressure on ourselves. Um, but at the end of the day, we're all competitors and, and we love that part of playing sports um, and we love all those moments of the game. So, you know, it's just no, no better time than now to come out and compete hard and play hard. And so I think they embrace that this weekend. You know, I hope that's something that we can, you know, play with a little chip on our shoulder and, and just keep moving forward. And exciting for those young players. I mean, they're they're experiencing this for the first time. And regardless of how it plays out here the next couple of weeks, this will be great for them in their future careers of being in these situations. And as you said, hopefully not getting in these situations, (laughs) you can take care of business a little bit earlier. Yeah, it's just, like I said before, it can be so, you know, so encouraging and discouraging at the same moment because for me, you know, I want to be able to compete each and every season and and make our mark in the MIAA. And I felt like we were, you know, set ourselves up for a really good, you know, um, in a really good position to do that, you know, based on last year coming into this year. And um, there's still a ton of talent on our field. And I think people are seeing that, um, you know, something that we can feel confident about moving forward but at the same time we're just trying to focus on the now 
All right, sounds good. Well, have a good rest of the week of practice. We're doing uh, the game on Friday, which is a 2 o'clock doubleheader uh, right here on KAYS. So we'll have the broadcast of that one with Fort Hay State and Newman. Coach, we'll see you at the ballpark later this week. Yes, sir. Thanks for having there me. There you go, Adrian Bilkington, head softball coach at Fort Hay State. Again, they will play at uh, 2 o'clock on Friday, Newman, and then a noon doubleheader with Central Oklahoma on Saturday. Tiger Talk is brought to you in part by the Taco Shop. Dine-in, carry-out, or delivery. You know the number, 625-7114, or download their handy Taco Shop app you get the full menu great uh, delivery options as well off the taco shop you've never had it so good we will take a break when we come back we'll talk some baseball with coach jared gadale as tiger talk continues here on the tiger sports network built by paul wertenberger construction 8th Street Liquor in Hayes does it every year, and every year it's bigger. The 8th Street Liquor Customer Appreciation Day is this Saturday. Everything in the store is on sale. The crew is taking pre-orders, which is ideal for weddings, family gatherings, or individuals wanting to save some big money. They're well-stocked and ready to offer low prices. 8th Street appreciates their customers, and they're showing it this Saturday. The Customer Appreciation Sale at 8th Street Liquor on 8th across from the queue in Hayes. Spring planting season is coming, and April is safe digging month. Before you dig for any reason to plant a tree or even put in fence posts, call 811 first to find out if there are underground utilities below. Calling 811 two days before you need to dig is free and helps you avoid damaging buried utilities. Best of all, 811 is a free service. Be safe and call 811 first. A safety message from Midwest Energy, a customer-owned cooperative, making energy work for you. Hi, this is Alan Liker, owner of GNL Tire and Hayes. Flashback to 1997. Gas was $122 a gallon. The Chicago Bulls won the NBA championship. And Jackie and I opened GNL Tire on the Mall in Hayes. 25 years later, we're still serving residents of Northwest Kansas with excellent service at 201 East A Street in Hayes. Join us for celebrating 25 years of service with our 25 Days of Savings event this April. That's GNL Tire and Automotive on the Bricks in downtown Hayes. Having Nextech means fiber internet right to your home. Why is that a big deal? Because fiber means faster, more reliable internet. There's no waiting while streaming or gaming. We give you symmetrical upload and download speeds at no extra cost. And we don't cap data, which means internet without limits. Switch now, get a $100 credit, and get local service from local people. Connect on Nextech.com, the best in the internet business. Here's the one-two. Breaking ball lined. Knocked down by Brunson. Out at second. Throw to first is in time. Tigers turn their third double play. Boy, what a turn at second by Kreitzer after the diving stop by Brunson. Yeah, Fort A. State turned three double plays in the game on uh, Friday as they were taking on Missouri Western this weekend. Welcome back to Tiger Talk. Gerard Welbrock, head baseball coach Jared Gadeo. The program brought to you in part by Adams Brown, where they do more than just run numbers and file tax returns. They work hard to become strategic allies. Adams Brown, strategic allies and CPAs. Of course, we're live at the Golden Cube. Two blocks east of campus, the grilled cheeseburger is the daily Monday food special, one of our favorites. Of course, daily food, daily drink specials, the burger of the month, and a whole lot more. At the Golden Q, if the game's on, they're open. Uh, joined by baseball coach Jared Goodale. Boy, the series off to a 
great start. You get the dramatic 8-7 to seven come from behind win. Brady Kreitzer with the walk-off homer in the ninth and uh, just couldn't uh, string it together. Probably probably the most disappointing was he just didn't feel like there was a lot of energy at the ballpark on Friday after that thrilling win. Don't know if it took it out of him, but just could not carry the momentum after the, the great win to start the series on Thursday. Yeah, that was disappointing. Uh, you know, I think some of that comes out down to the, the – your starting pitcher too, like who who you're facing that day, and that guy he settled yeah. in, you know, he did, he, and he pitched pretty good, but uh, different, you know, with the with the left hander. But yeah, I was expecting to have a little bit more urgency, you know, on on Friday to come out and a little more energy from from guys to, you know, go make it happen. You know, I, you know, we try to talk to them all year about that. It's like the, you're not gonna teams aren't just gonna give it to you. you know? I mean, you have to go 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 beat teams. You know, and um, it didn't feel like that and, and, and just could never get anything going offensively. Talk about Thursday night a little bit. Uh, it was a, a game in which you – a tight one early. They grabbed the 7-2 to lead after four, and then uh, Grant Schmidt gets a big three-run homer in the bottom of the fifth to get you back in the ball game. And obviously for that point on, you were a part of it and felt you had a chance, but that was a, obviously a pretty large home run. Yeah, we felt um, – we, we, we liked the – we felt like we were going to score offensively, but we needed a zero. You know, they go one, one, and two, and then one, and then three. It's like we you can't let them, you know, so it ends up being seven, two. It's like, well, we need a zero. And, and so we went went pretty early to Jacob Douglas, who's been throwing the ball really well those last three or four outings and, and uh, you know, thinking that he'd give you a zero. And, and, and then Grant hits a three-run yeah. home run, and then you're like, here we go. You know, they, giving us a chance. And, and, and Douglas's confidence grew, which was good to see. And and then we we did a good job of getting it, getting it close and then tying it and then uh, Brady did his thing in the ninth. Yeah, talk about Jacob because he goes five innings, no runs, three hits, three strikeouts, no walks. I mean, obviously he was throwing really really well. Yeah, he was throwing throwing the ball with conviction and and, and belief and and uh, very confidently, which like I said, that's that's build and built over his last three or four innings and uh, he was really cut it loose. I did find out the. The next day, that was his. Uh, his he's from Canada, and, mm-hmm. and his uh, his his folks and his uh, brother were actually at the game, and that's the first time seeing him pitch in college. So that worked out well. That, the, yeah, that actually worked out really well. So I uh, didn't know that at the time, but uh, that makes a little bit more sense too. So it was good to see him pitch the ball really well, and then and find a way to 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 give get him a run. And you mentioned pitching with conviction, and. Obviously, there's been some games where the pitching just quite frankly hasn't been very good. How much of it comes back? I mean, just being aggressive, not backing down from hitters, going after them, trusting your stuff, kind of all that ties into pitching with conviction. How how much has that has been, maybe the lack of that, been, been the pro- a problem this year? I think the, every facet of the game, you know, that's the, 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 the unique thing about baseball is uh, – you know, it's such a mental game, and the confidence uh, that you have when you, you have to be confident because it's a game of failure, and, and it can beat you up, and the league can chew you up too, and and so you know, it, it, momentum goes both ways. You know, we talk about that all the time, and you know, confidence, and then not confidence, and mm-hmm. and uh, but you can just see it. You know, you have that little bit of life on your fastball. It's just got that conviction. You throw it with belief, and and not only can you see it as a coach, the other teams can see it. You yeah. know, and and. Um, and then they know they got a, a tough day at him. But, you know, I think it plays a huge part, obviously, defensively catching the ball uh, at the plate. But the, every facet of the game comes down to confidence. You know, uh, we heard the highlight earlier, the double play on Saturday, on Friday, the third of the three. Uh, Griffin Brunson started that. He had a big weekend at the plate. He'd really been struggling. I think he would have been 0 for 30, but he got a big um, 
RBI single down the third base line to drive in a run in the seven in the sixth. That got you to within a run. Um, you get another big RBI from and, and get the run in the um, seventh inning uh, to get it tied. Then obviously Brady hits the home run in, in the ninth inning. But good to see Griffin kind of break out of it. He, he was good with the glove all weekend, but uh, I think he hit safely in all three of those games. Yeah, it was good to see in in. You know, we we need that out of him. We were kind of expecting him uh, to be the everyday guy, you know, this going into this year, and, and he just really struggled offensively early on. And, and I think uh, game one was his first RBI of the year, which mm-hmm. is just, I mean, it's hard to fathom that. But, uh, you know, he's just had a hard time getting above the baseball and, and just been popping it up a lot and striking it out. And he did a better job and giving himself a chance this weekend of, of, of hitting the ball on the ground and on the line and finding some holes. And, and that was a big one on on. On game one. Yeah, it gets you back in and you get the run in the seventh. And then uh, talk about Brady's at bat. One out in the uh, bottom of the ninth inning. He'd been swinging the ball, the bat pretty well. And, uh, and, um, I mean, what a what a moment for him to hit a walk off home run! Just talk about that at bat a little bit. Yeah, that was cool. I thought he um, he's been swinging the bat pretty good lately. Not as much to show for it. Mm-hmm. He had a couple of hard hit balls early that in that game that made uh, the guy made a play on, and um, you know he was just looking for something out over the plate. You know he he was uh, he's better. He 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 he's got bat speed. He's got the tools to be a really good hitter. Um, he's just young and, and how, you know, you're going to get pitched a little bit different, but, um, and again, the better his approach is the other way, he actually, the better he'll pull the ball and mm-hmm. which is kind of a strength of his, cause he's got some hand speed and bat speed and, um, you know, been on him a lot about that. And, uh, the guy he was throwing, uh, ball kind of ran in on it and just left it right over the middle and, and he didn't miss it and uh, that was it was a very cool moment for him and how much for young guys but even for all players to, to be willing to go the opposite way I mean you you see it in major league baseball when players do get in slumps um, and, and the first thing they say they you know just take it the opposite way see the ball find the grass get his but it seems like when they're willing to do that then they start being able to pull the ball and hit the ball for power it's kind of it's weird how that works if you just kind of just let it happen how it kind of just changes everything yeah it it it, it just goes back to your approach you know and we're, we're big on on being able to drive the fastball away and then reacting to the inner half and, mm-hmm. and reacting to off-speed pitches that are up in the zone and, and again if you're timing is good at the fastball way. You can keep those off-speed uh, pitches up in the zone fair when you pull them. And uh, you know, some guys it takes longer to figure that out than than others. And, and some just the speed of the game, you know, and experience, and 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 facing college pitchers and good college pitchers that that are going to be able to execute a fastball mm-hmm. in the outer half uh, pretty consistently, you know. And that you know, kind of back to the old Braves mindset. We're gonna we're gonna. We're going to be able to execute that fastball down and away, you know, all the time, and that's why they were so sick, successful. And, and uh, until hitters make that adjustment, you just you just keep doing it. And, and depending on if you get a good umpire matchup, they're mm-hmm. giving you two, three balls off. I mean, that's going to be <laughs> that's a tough day uh, as a hitter, but uh, it's a fun day as a pitcher and a catcher as a battery if you can just keep hitting that spot. But um, he's he's getting better about that, and and. Uh, you know, everybody's got an off-speed pitch, too, in oh, college, yeah. and the guys that are going to get ran out there. And so if you don't want to try to have to hit those, you know, tougher off-speed pitches, you better be able to hit the fastball away and, and not miss it early on in counts. Boy, he had a good day on Sunday. He had three hits in the contest, so certainly good signs and excited to see uh, as his career goes and he gets a little bit more experience out there. Uh, we talked a little bit about uh, Friday's uh, Game 2 of the series, and uh, – disappointing but you you had a good point um, a lot of the credit goes to jacob wyrick i mean the lefty was 
good. It was the best he had pitched all year long. I mean, he was really dealing. He was hitting his spots. It just seemed like he just kept you guys off balance all day. He just never get anything going against him. Yeah, you know, and I think that comes down to uh, throwing up some zeros early. And Mason Holton, you know, throwing up a zero in the first was great, but then I think they scored three in the second, and and, uh, and then they did a good job of just adding on, adding on, one, 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 and, and – uh, that's one of those things with with it kind of let their guys settle into. But if we could and and took the pressure off their offense when you know you got a three run lead, then a four run lead, then a five run lead, and you can play more aggressive, a little bit more loose, and take a little bit more chances, and and uh, you know that's kind of been a problem for us all year. Those those if we're answering back offensively, you know that you know four four game, you know or four two game stays close instead of we don't score and then it just kind of blows up on us late well i thought you said it well after the game it was it was kind of death by paper cut i think yeah. they, i don't know how many infields mason i think deserved a better line because it didn't it felt like he threw it pretty well but i mean just little bleeders that either barely got out of the infield or infield hits and then just they, they kind of added up and that mentally could be challenging i'm sure yeah you know I, and he wasn't as sharp as he was his last two outings um but he wasn't bad. Like mm-hmm. he, like you said, he he made some good pitches. They just everything found a hole. Um, you know, we had a freshman catcher in there that's got kind of got to pick up the motor a little bit. And there was a few balls that, um, you know, we felt like they kind of ran on him. They just manufactured against him. But he didn't uh, he didn't didn't really pitch all that bad as his line w- would dictate. But. Uh, you know, credit again when when his stuff wasn't as sharp and he wasn't able to strike guys out. At Larks, you know, if the wind's blowing out or just – you never know. I mean, the more the ball gets put in play, the the, the better your chances are. And, and they kept – to their credit, they put the ball in play. Yeah, they did a good job of that. I, I thought Zach Berg pitched pretty well. I mean, he ends up giving up the the five runs. It kind of got away from him late, but encouraging coming off the injury from last year. Thought he threw pretty well and, you know, tried to do as much as he could to keep the guys in that because – you know, even though it's 13 to 1, it was just they'd score a run, score a run, score a run, then had the big inning in the eighth inning. You guys are still a part of that thing. Yeah, I think he threw a zero in the in the sixth and maybe got out of it in the fifth and, and then kept it at one and then, yeah, the sixth spot. It, it was, I think, the three run home run yeah. by their three hole or some one of their bigger hitters and and uh, and then we made a change. But, um, and I even asked the catcher where that where that was like where was that pitch at? And he's like, it really wasn't that bad of a pitch. I mean, he was kind of down away or just uh, it was down. The guy did a good job with it and just kind of got it up in the air and yep. it, like, it was carrying out to right. And, and it was a type of night for that. Yep, exactly. <laughs> yeah, the wind blowing out. Then Saturday or I guess it was yeah Saturday, uh, the series finale, and you jump out to a five to one lead. Things were going well and. An eight-run third. We've talked about it before. It's been been a big bugaboo this year. The big inning, and but just could not uh, could not get out of it. Couldn't get out of your way in a, in in a sense in that third inning. And I was really the where the game turned. I mean, it turned on a dime. Yeah, you know, it was very disappointing. I, th- I thought you said it right too after the game that that I've never seen a game flip that quick no. and. and uh, just from a momentum standpoint, everything we we had some big hits. Brady with a two out. Mm-hmm. You know, two two run double in the first to to get up two to one, and then we score three in the second, and, and and Hunter was cruising, and then, man, it it imploded in a hurry, and we couldn't we couldn't get a guy warm quick enough to get him out, and, and uh, at that point, you know, it's seven five, and you still feel okay. They get you know, you bring Sammy in, I think him on an O two pitcher left a breaking ball up, and they get, they get another base hit, and then it's then it's eight eight five, and and. Uh, 
And then we did. We hit some balls hard there for a while. We just could not score. And, and um, you know, Sammy did a good job throwing up a zero in the fourth. But we just we got to find a way to just answer yep. that eight spot. You don't have to take a lead just to just to answer. And, and hey, we're still here. And, and um, you know, that's what good teams do. And we just didn't do it. Fortunately, didn't happen. Tigers dropped the final two games of the series. Now get set to get back out on the road. They will be in Maryville, Northwest Missouri State, coming up this weekend. We'll talk about the Bearcats when we return. Tiger Talk is brought to you by Golden Bell Bank of Hayes and Ellis. Here to make every story shine brighter. It's the way they do banking, one story at a time. Check them out at goldenbeltbank.com. We will take our final break. Back with more and head coach Jared Gadale on Tiger Talk here on the Tigers. Sports Network, built by Paul Wurtenberger Construction. 8th Street Liquor in Hayes does it every year, and every year it's bigger. The 8th Street Liquor Customer Appreciation Day is this Saturday. Everything in the store is on sale. The crew is taking pre-orders, which is ideal for weddings, family gatherings, or individuals wanting to save some big money. They're well-stocked and ready to offer low prices. 8th Street appreciates their customers, and they're showing it this Saturday. The Customer Appreciation Sale at 8th Street Liquor, on 8th across from the queue in Hayes. One backyard at a time. That's how we do home loans at Golden Belt Bank. After all, buying a home is a big deal. There's no one-size-fits-all home loan. We take the time to get to know your story and build a loan that's just right for you. And we're there every step of the process. You'll be home before you know it. Golden Belt Bank. One story at a time. Visit us online at goldenbeltbank.com. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. As an athlete, the one thing you dread most are injuries. They keep you from being the best you can be. That's why for sports injuries, area athletes rely on the Sports Injury Walk-In Clinic at Hayes Orthopedic Institute. The trained professionals in sports medicine get you diagnosed and on the road to recovery as quickly as possible. Open Monday and Thursday mornings, 8 to 9. The Sports Injury Walk-In Clinic at Hayes Orthopedic Institute will help you be your best. The Sports Injury Walk-In Clinic at Hayes Med, 785-261-7599. Their roots run deep in Kansas, and the secret to success, that little bit of something extra. At Adams Brown, they believe that business should be simplified. They ease your burdens rather than add to them. They aren't just your CPAs. They're an extended team just for you, a team that will work and grow together with you. That something extra is service that gets your attention, exceeding expectations. Certified public accountants at Adams Brown, going above and beyond for you. Online at AdamsBrownCPA.com. And welcome back. It's our final segment here on Tiger Talk as we visit with Jared Goodale, head baseball coach at Fort A. State on the road, Northwest Missouri State. Uh, did well against these guys at home a year ago. Hopefully that carries over and you can have a good series. And weather may play a factor. I know you'll find out tomorrow you may be altering that a little bit when you play those games. Yeah, we're going to have to adjust it uh, possibly, but make a decision tomorrow and, and get that put out. Uh, they got I know they got a really good arm that's been throwing it really well. and. Uh, they've been kind of struggling, but they've been playing better as of late. And, and uh, you know, I think they kind of hang their hat on pitching and, and, and defense. And um, like I said, they got a really good arm going. Uh, he's throwing the ball really well this year. But, yeah, hopefully we can, uh, 
you know, build on some of the good things we did this weekend and, and learn from the bad. All right. Sounds good. Appreciate it. Good luck in Maryville against those Bearcats. Thank you. Jared Gadeo, coach of the Tigers. That's going to wrap it up for Tiger Talk. It's brought to you by Golden Bell Bank of Hayes and Ellis. Adams Brown, the Taco Shop, BTI, the Hayes Orthopedic Institute, and GNL Tire and Automotive. Back here next Monday, 1215. Hope you can join us for Tiger Talk live from the Golden Q, two blocks east of campus. If the game's on, they're open. Thanks for listening, and have a good rest of your week. And so long from the Golden Q on Tiger Talk.